Hello everyone, I'm Yvonne Edulutu and this is Beautiful My Podcast. Welcome to Beautiful Mind Podcast. Thank you very much for joining me on this brand new episode. Happy new month. In today's episode, I'll be talking about finances under the adulting series. So if you listen to the episode I recorded in May, where I introduced the adulting series and I talked about identity in Christ. You know, the adulting series, it's going to cover so many topics such as your identity, your network, your net worth, your finances, body care, and so much more. But today's episode is going to be about finance. You know, this episode will be real talk, sister talk, table talk. Let's just talk about money. In today's episode, I will discuss the transition in your financial state as a young adult, being broke, using social media for your financial literacy, and why you need to invest. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to read, like, subscribe, share, and download. Thank you so much, and let's get right into the episode. So first of all, I don't know if you had money issues like growing up and stuff, but if you didn't, if you were just a simple child from a comfortable home, I know you didn't have money struggles. Your parents were there for you. You went to good school. Even while you were in university, you had pocket money. You didn't think too much about saving. You just tried not to be broke, you know. That was it. You had uncles, family, friends that gave you money. You you were fine. You weren't doing badly with your finances. You were cool, you know. You had a savings account where you didn't even care about your interest rate or anything. Because I don't know why in uni we tend to open savings accounts. Because in your mind, you think you're going to save, but at the end of the day, you're never saving nothing. You're literally at the ATM every other day trying to withdraw money. And so you don't even get to enjoy or whatever savings interest you have means nothing. Did you have a budget as a child? I don't think budgeting was anything that even came to mind. Oh, the only time I recall ever having a budget, I think is when you want to go like family shopping, grocery shopping and stuff. So you write out all the things you want to buy in the market because you have to like give accounts for the money you spent. Or basically the money you got in, you wanted to go around to all the things you have to buy. So that's when you really like try to have a budget and stuff. After university, you become a copper, NYC struggles. Maybe that's when you're introduced to like real adulting proper proper. You know, you're a copper now. You're a big boy, you're a big girl. You're not collecting money from home. You're just supposed to go out there, work and earn some money. And that's when it hits you that, yo, I'm actually broke. And when you say you're broke, you just feel like you're broke because you're not getting paid. You're not getting paid uh, well enough. And that's your issue with being broke. But now I think about it. Right now, are you getting paid decently well? And do you still get broke? That's my story, yo. <laughs> that's the whole adulting thing. Because here you are struggling with your finances. How come our parents did not tell us that it's going to be a lot harder? Like when you're on your own. Because honestly, it's hard managing your resources. It's just so hard. Suddenly, you've grown up now. You've acquired taste for the finer things of life. You discover that, hey, maybe I can buy this perfume. Maybe I can buy this Ashoy B. Those shoes look so good. I need that dress in my life. And you discover that, hey, your money comes, your money leaves. Let me be real with y'all. In my office, we get paid like at least a week before the end of the month. So sometimes your money may be like halfway gone by the time it's the end of the month. (laughs) 
and the new month hasn't even started you have bills you have expenses take for instance let me see what are the things that typically take your money as an adult or as a young adult if you are a christian and you believe in paying your tithe that's the chunk of it then you're paying for data you're paying for utilities in your house you are what now you are buying paying for food for transport if you go with uber so yeah that's it or you're buying gifts ashwabi your friend has a baby shower bridal shower you know you're a big girl you gotta give to your friend you have to buy something for your friend your friend's birthday or sometimes if you're like me i buy things off instagram and i end up with clothes that are not my size like right now i'm looking at my bed and i have four items that are brand new that i can't get into minus the other brand new things that are just not my size so yeah you're not using those things what's the point but i've spent money and nobody told me that my friends didn't tell me this so here i am ranting about some of the things i wish i knew about adulting and money i wish i learned financial management tips early enough i take for instance i learned how to invest from like uni back in uni i wasn't a rich kid or stuff but i wasn't broke that's the thing I didn't spend a lot of money. I didn't buy things for myself. I just, and I didn't like cooking. So I ate out most of the time. And I, I just tried hard not to be broke, you know. Just always have extra money. Even when your pocket money hits, you still have some money in your account. You know, you're fine. You're doing good. But now that you're an adult, no extra money is coming to your account. You're just struggling. Because you have two or three or four or five savings accounts that's really interest rates are pretty low you're always regrowing so you're not saving per se and you don't know that first of all you can invest open an investment account listen one thing about adulting is you have to be responsible for yourself you just have to take your like i can't call home and be like hey daddy how did you save even though my parents always encourage you to save you know because if you look back now at ourselves and, and the privilege we have to attend or the privilege we had to have attended the kind of schools we did or the places we grew up in or the places we visited, we know this is as a result of our parents' good financial decisions, investment, saving, or just putting your kids' education or their, or their well-being as a priority. And that all stems from good, making good financial decisions. I have been so keen on that because I suddenly just noticed that, okay, look, the whole not being broke life, first of all, it will not create wealth. And second of all, I'm not exactly saving so much, you know. You know, your, your, your salary hits a particular account. You move a certain amount to another bank account that you have the ATM and you tell yourself you saved this amount. But guess what? When something pops up and you want to buy something, you're like, yo, I might just take the money from that account. You know, I'll get paid soon. And I return it and stuff like that. But that's not how you get financial education. So let me tell you what I've been doing. Look, I'm not the best at this. You can see this is a rant slash sister talk slash real talk about money. I follow and I watch a lot of YouTube videos on just people that have, that know so much about finance, that financially literate, basically. So take for instance, let me tell you three of my favorite like Instagram accounts that talk about money number one is clever girl finance she has a youtube account I, I listen to her podcast and follow her on instagram and she always brings a lot of people to talk about money people that have lost so much how they built wealth how how you build wealth how you create wealth for yourself your investment sticking to a budget okay she preaches on budgeting and stuff i haven't been so good with budgeting right now 
let me tell you what I've been doing to try to keep the budget. So I have a close friend of mine that I kind of report myself to. And I tell like my daily expenses, even though I don't keep to my timesheet at all. But I try to give like a daily expense just to see and to trace where my money has been going, literally. That's it. So that's number one account you can check out, Clever Girl Finance. Number two is Money Africa. You should know her. She's super popular on Twitter and Instagram. Her name is Tosinola Sandy. She talks a lot about investment, compounding, and compounding what your wealth or interest and all that. Yeah, she's so big on financial literacy. You literally, every time you click on her account, you have something new to learn. And the funny thing is, when you funny when you follow people like this, they are in your face daily, and then it just clicks out. Why don't you have an investment account? Why don't you have a money market mutual fund account? Why can't I open it today? Why can't I start something? And the beautiful thing about getting opening a mutual fund account is, you can open one. Take for instance, Stambik IBTC for as low as I'm putting as low as five thousand naira. You know, but you just keep it there, and it's getting some interest. However low. I'll tell you some of the rates later on. Keep listening to the podcast. But yeah, so Money Africa, she's all about financial literacy and all that. There's another new account, and the name is 10 Mini Financial Guide. You can find her on on Instagram and on YouTube. So she has shots and short videos of just like 10 minutes where she talks about your finances and what you can do, you know, helping with budgeting, student loans, how to save up for your money and all that. So yeah, so for me... I discovered that okay, I really don't have the tips to to doing very well with my finances. So I follow people that talk about finances a lot, and I'm not only talking, I also walk in the talk, you know. So I read up, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on like finances, how people manage, and look here, I think I've been embracing like the minimalist lifestyle, you know. <laughs> I don't try to have so many things at the same time. Like if I buy new shoes, I think of one shoe to go out, you know. I don't wanna just amass things. I just want to buy things when I really need them. Yeah. So you're fine with two bags. You don't have to have all the funny colors. You don't have to have everything really. You only buy things when you need them and all that. And when you know it's going to like help your life. Like a real-time investment, you know. So let me ask you this now. Since this is a sister talk. No. How often do you and your friends talk about being broke? <laughs> I know some friends are like super rich. And we all pray to get to that level where we just call each other. Like, hey, I saw this land somewhere. And like you want. Do you want to buy this? Or should I buy this? Or do you know we are talking about money, money, money stuff? But like how often do you and your friends talk about being broke? How often now do you guys talk about investment? If you're listening right now and you have an investment account, do you, do you know if your other friends have investment accounts? What are their money spending habits? Do you have a friend that you know, okay, this is out of control. Like how can I help you help yourself? What are we talking about? I don't think it's in for only you just living life and just, going like oh yeah they don't want struggling the truth is we're all going through like the same thing you may be married you may have a child you may have a parent not feeling fine sending money home like we are all responsible this is the age where we are all responsible for one thing you may be responsible right now for just investing in yourself paying for rent going to work and back and somebody might be sponsoring her siblings and but you just want to talk about investing when you're dealing with finances then that's when you discover that you're not as disciplined as you think you are this is me being real like i'm very disciplined about my time like i'm almost crazy about my time like don't waste my time i show up early i don't like people wasting my time but you know this money thing has just been money touches my hand and just like okay should i confess this thing (laughs) 
almost feel like when I get money, I should spend it. It's crazy. But I suddenly just feel so generous, you know. I'm thinking about somebody, I'm like, oh, I should send the person money. And I'm looking at myself like, oh, you really think you have this much money that you just want to give out? Like, who do you think you are, really? Why do you want to give out this much money? But yeah, things happen. How often do you talk about money with your friends or your family? And Have you thought about opening up a money market mutual fund? That's like almost like the simplest. It has the lowest risk. And you can keep your money for like some 30 days and stuff. And you can start with as low as 5000 That's what I started with, really. I dabbled in some weird investments early in the year. And I lost, yeah, I lost a lot of money if I look back. Because that money is gone. And I, I don't think I finally processed it. Because I'm like, why didn't I not just go to a bank to open an investment account? Why did I think I was such a risk taker, you know? I was feeling like, yeah, I have an appetite for risk. Let's do this, let's do this. And yes, I lost the money and, you know, I'm just trying to recoup and just move on with life and deal with it. So yeah, opening an investment account, you can just put 5000 It's just good to have that account. You can top up, you can do anything. I would recommend Stambic IBTC. Can be, you can try out fixed deposits if you're interested in that, you know, you want to keep your money. But just see a banker or just walk into a bank and just ask what you can do, really. I wouldn't um, recommend you just keeping your money in a savings account. Because we know most of the time, especially if you have an, an ATM card, you are going to withdraw that money. And you withdraw more than three times. So what's the point of saving it? Do you have friends that always borrow money from you? Because they know you always have money. Like, why don't you not just tie up the money somewhere? Keep the money in an investment account, you know? Send it somewhere. Like my mother would say, I should send it to her. I should save it for me. <laughs> she really would save it for me. But, you know, just find somewhere to put the money apart from. I'm not saying she didn't help your friends. Though. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is that your money can be can have like better use for you if you keep it like in an investment account so now that you know that money <laughs> money is such a big deal in this phase of your of our lives what are you doing about it what are your struggles right now see i'm not trying to preach to you because girl i just told you like i struggle with money i remember watching a cardi b <laughs> cardi b was talking about how how yeah i'm sure you know who cardi b is right <laughs> Cardi B was talking about how she wishes her parents had told her about your credit score in the US. Yes, how important your credit score is. Credit score is pretty big for those who live abroad. Like in Nigeria, we are not really keen on that because everything is cash and current. But if you want to live your life on credit and you always want to use your credit card and stuff, I mean, you are, you are better off with a good credit score. So she was lamenting how parents did not tell their children at age 16. It should never be taught in like primary school for you to know. You need a good credit score for basically everything. Student loans, getting a car loan, just doing it, buying a house and stuff. That it's so important for everybody to know. So this cuts across like whatever level you're in right now. So if you're still in uni, even before uni, you know, thinking about saving. And now there are so many other ways you can save. There's piggy bank. You can do it in like, like a microfinance banks. There are SEP deposits. You know, you can save your money in different ways. What do you do? You try to save, you try to spend, and how you're educating yourself more about your finances. So don't leave your money in your account. Make your money work for you. <laughs> yeah, make your money work for you. So I mentioned that I was going to tell you about fixed deposit rates. You can get between like 2.5% to like 7.25%. And this depends on like how many days. So for fixed deposits, you have like 30, 60, 90, you know, like the whole bank to like a year. So it depends on the rate and the amount too. So if you're putting like between 100k to like 500k within a year, that would be like a 7.25 interest rate. 
on a fixed deposit rate. So you can do all the calculations. You just want your money safe in a place that is working for you. And then when you want to try other things, if suddenly you have an appetite for risk, try not to dabble in stuff that are not legit. Like find out from the bank and maybe look at shares or look at some long-term investment, treasury. You can read a lot about that or just ask your banker for more information and stuff. So yeah, that's my rant about money and adulting and everything. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. Let me know. Let me know what you're doing with your finances. What hit you first about, about adulting and money? I would just like to know what you're doing to like handle your finances as a young adult. Did your parents teach you about money? Did you learn about budgeting very early? What do you feel about low-risk investments? How do you talk to your friends about this? How do you talk to your significant other? Yes, yes, hey, this is a tip for you, though. You know, when you get into your relationship and stuff, talk about finances first. If it's kind of dodgy or if she's dodgy and she doesn't want to talk about her money, like, you have to find out if she is, if she's responsible or if she just, if she's just literate about her finances like she knows something about finances because it's very important as i've heard and i've seen and i've been told that finances are like a number one issue that costs divorces it's very important for you to talk about your finances we're adulting and we're gonna wing it every freaking day so thank you so much for listening see you in my next episode